Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. We're going to start it off again like this or what? Hello, hello. I'm just making sure the mics are working. Right, but we already like tested that before we... So that was your intro. It's almost tradition, though. That's your intro? Hello. All right. Um, So we have a lot of things to talk about today. Um, And we haven't yet decided where to start. We just hit the record button. Wow. And we don't exactly know where to start. Can I... I'll I'll just take it then since you're a coward like always. Just start with... Start with something. I'm gonna start with giving a big shout out to my boy Gary, starting his starting his new job. That's oh, true. Man. Definitely earned, and we us us three know more than others, but my guy definitely deserves this. And this little talking nice podcast wouldn't be anywhere without our boy Gary. You know he he got his big boy job. He's here after a big day. Look at look at the boys, man. And now we're here. So there, Dwayne. I appreciate that. That's a hell of a start. Actually. Yeah, you know you, you just want to fumble the bag like always. I'll take control. It's fine. Um, so Garrett, this job opportunity that you got was one that you've been thinking or you were hoping to get an offer, an interview, a, an opportunity and you finally got it, huh? Yeah. Just wanted it. Um, you know, I haven't been in the, the field that I've graduated in and shit, however many months it's been, maybe a year and a half since, uh, the April that COVID started. So however long that math is like a year and some change, some change at this point. Um, you know, did some other jobs just to pay the bills. Um, but you know, this, uh, I always wanted to get back into what I graduated in, uh, because I found it interesting. I felt like, you know, I could do well in it. And today was my first day at this new mm. job and mm. it's a smaller company, but it's going to allow me to do a lot of things that I probably wouldn't get to do at a bigger company be- just because of, you know, that's kind of how it works that the work really isn't divided into sections, I guess, of the company. So everyone kind of gets a little taste of, you know, the design, the programming, the purchasing even, um, you know, the, the making of documents, the testing, all the stuff that kind of goes into it. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, it was a long day today. Yeah. Uh, it was the first time that I've had to be, you know, that highly productive all day in a long time. So I'm not going to miss getting back into that schedule, but um, that's going to be worth it. Do you have like jitters on your? Because like I'm, I'm, I'm still in college. I don't have. Are a big you asking me if I slept last night? Do you have like butterflies? Because we all know none job? of us slept like, last have, night. Let's just. Are you shaking? Or are you like ah? So can't set. Can't have a bad first impression. I'll tell you this. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the phrase imposter syndrome. Impo- I haven't. Imposter mm. syndrome is something is something that maybe everyone has you know, at least felt once in their life where you probably are qualified or you're at least can be qualified or do good at, at, at whatever you're talking about one day with training or whatever, or or hard work, but you just feel like you don't belong. Yeah. It's, you know, called imposter syndrome, whether it's, you know, people that go to medical school, when they get out, they feel like they don't really belong at this job because, you know, whether it's some sort of um, you know, self-esteem thing that they've told themselves, or they just really, you know, sometimes you feel that way because you don't know how the job is. Yeah. Um, the imposter syndrome was, was very heavy today. Oof. Are you the youngest? Well, like it, it could also be your youth. Like, are you right, the youngest? So in the I'm the young, I'm the youngest employee in the company. That's mm. really only, uh, I, know, I know the feeling of that. Mm. There's really only seven to eight, uh, empl- well now me probably makes it eight or maybe makes it seven employees in the company. Um, we have a secretary. We have um, engineer-wise, we have two older gentlemen that are like the age of that could be our dad. So um, you know they're in that age span. Hello. <laughs> uh, so those are the two main senior 
uh, engineers. And then there's one that's two years older than me, and then there's me as of today. Um, so it's good that I can get the, you know, perspective of yes, people that have done this for a long time and they've done it through all the change of technology and all that stuff, and they've had to, you know, make the changes and see how different things. And they've seen a lot. Uh, but I also get to do it with, um, or you know, get to learn from someone that's only a couple years older than me. Mm -hmm. uh, he did go to LSU. Uh, he's local, so we can, you know, get along in that phase. But also, he's a lot more techn technologically inclined than the older um, people that work there, just because of the nature of of being raised in the last 20 years. Um, so it's good to have both. Yeah. Um, but today, though, the imposter syndrome was real because. It's it's such a language thing, like anything else, whether it's whether it's coaching, uh, whether it's something like that. There's just a way that people talk about things, you know, medically. If you've ever been with any, if you've ever been with anyone or know anyone that is a nurse or a doctor, yeah, you have your own lingo. Yeah, they say I, they yeah. say shit that you just don't know what it when, means. When I got when I got to Woodlawn, like the first like week, they're like running their stuff, and I'm sitting there, I'm just like. Because this new head coach, I've never coached under you. And he's like, yeah, we're going to do this. I'm, I remember telling you all that. I might even talk about the podcast. I would come home and like, it frustrated me so bad. I broke pencils. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I've never seen it before. I've never heard of it. They're already running it. So it wasn't like he was teaching it. They already knew. So I'm seeing it going here, here, here. I'm like, I'm asking players on the sidelines. And they're looking at me like, you're the coach. I'm like, dude. Hey, figure it out. I don't know, what to, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, I def I definitely feel that. You had a little I know you got a little jittery in your stomach this morning. No, very very yeah. jittery last night. Um, I get that for the you big know, games. You it's it's with everything. You can't you can't win the season. You can't win the championship in the first game of the season. Well, that 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 analogy actually doesn't well, make sense at all. Um, you know, like you can't be the best of all time in the first time that you do something, but you can maybe hurt your chances by doing it really badly the first time. You're not nervous. You're not even human. I know people right. want to always say, like, oh, before big game, they're, they're calm. Deep down, if you're not nervous, well, I'm not saying, like, there's good nervous and there's bad nervous. You can get nervous before a big game. Hey, nervousness only exists. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's going to say it. Go I on, know, Captain. I know what he's going to say, but there's a good nervous and a bad nervous. I'm not talking like, oh, I'm nervous. I'm going to go out there and just, like, shake. Like, right. You should feel it before a game, like, whew, or like before like a big test. Yeah, yeah, no, you should. If you you're should. Not I'm nervous, not saying you're gonna met like it's gonna make you fail or you're gonna struggle because of it, but you do get a little like, who like it's about to go down. If you don't feel it, some it, sort of nerves or like having to hype yourself up, you really just don't care about it. Exactly, that much. exactly. So pressure and nervousness. Here he goes with his pressure quote. Right. Are simply for people who don't know what they're doing. If you know what you have to do. What are you worried about? What are you nervous about? Right. Because life even, is just but, but wait, but wait, you like have to do. But even the best fail. So why would you be nervous? If you, the best fail you, and you fail, who cares? You've never been. You're gonna never had a human like, emotion. What's the in point of life? what's the point of oh, being because nervous? Because you're emotionless, Dwayne. What's the point of being nervous? I'm not saying it's like a nervous that like. There's no I'm good nervousness. Just there is. No, there's not. Because that shows that you it have only makes, feeling. It only makes you worse. No, it doesn't. Because then you're tense. Because then you're not focused. And then you're worried about the worst thing ever. No, disagree. You're worried about... And you're worried about the end result when you should be worried about the process. 
Jesus Christ. Um, Emotionless. So I've heard lots of people say, like, emotion-wise, especially in football, because I think football is such a physical sport that lots of people have a lot of nerves about a game until they get until they get too hit or get hit for the first time. And then the game kind of flows. I think that's how life is in anything, right? You should have some sort of nerves if you care about something enough to do it, whether you've put a lot of hard work into it, what damn, whether you've even lucked into it or something like that and just have a great opportunity. You should – I wouldn't even call it nerves. I would just call it like – An adrenaline like a, rush. You could have an adrenaline kinda. rush. You have adrenaline, but you shouldn't be because it's ner- because you're nervous, right? But I think adrenaline—I think adrenaline and nerves are kind of the same thing, but kind of opposite sides. You, you know, pressure is only created if you create it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, Dwayne's never felt anything in his life. You should feel something in your stomach. What is anything before the biggest like game or before the biggest like test? You, you have you have to pass this test, Dwayne, to graduate. You're telling me you don't feel just a, a slight bit of like, – I'm not saying you're like like overwhelmed. It's just a little like, whew, this is – Did I know the material? That's up to you at that yeah, point. I, I don't know. If I knew the material and I was – and I you're knew walking it was, in. And I knew it to what – how to answer the questions. And I was confident that I knew what the questions and the material were going to be on and I knew the material to answer the questions, I wouldn't be nervous. No. You're walking into this, the biggest test of your life, just – Calm, collected. You got eight hours of sleep. And assuming okay, you don't, sleep. Okay, don't lie to me like don't that. Assume you that show up, you don't just, assume that. You sit down, don't. they hand the test, and you just laid back. and you just Cap, if I ever sleep eight hours before I have to take a test, yeah, no, I... I I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do well on that test because I know, I would know the material. If I knew that that was a test that I had to graduate for, I'm gonna try to know every anything and everything Okay, yes, but you're still, that like, you still have a slight little feeling yeah. that, like, Why? this is a big deal. But Why? sometimes you... Yeah, don't. because, okay, because okay, it's a big you deal. You feel that it's a big deal. Yes, that's a little nervousness there. It's no, a big it's deal. But no. sometimes you don't get to prepare for the pressure. You can recognize... Sometimes you don't get to prepare. For what pressure? Hold on. So, <laughs> there was a there was a clip... Hey, can we mute your mic, Dwayne? For what pressure? Back when Dwayne was in his playing career days, uh, there was a clip of him uh, pitching the final out of a game at uh, Delgado, where I assume they must have won a World Series or a tournament or something because Dwayne gets the last out, he gets fired up, and they dogpile him. You know, you don't dogpile for like a Tuesday night win. So it's obviously a big moment. So I don't really know enough about the situation. I've never asked. I wasn't at the game uh, to know when Dwayne came in. But you're telling me in a game that obviously matters that much, that when you were told to go warm up, when you were told to, you know, come in the game, you know, it's your time to get the ball, that you didn't have to take a deep breath and settle yourself a little bit. I absolutely 100% had to, and I'll and I'll tell you why. Because I, but everything it wasn't you just because said was of, a lie. Nope, it wasn't because of nervousness. It wasn't because I thought I could fail and then it would be the worst thing ever. No, it was in front of the most people yes. I've ever pitched before and I was like I was put on the team specifically to close games for this summer team right oh so you were nervous that no 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 no. no. I go out to right field uh-huh. right because we had position changes and DH rules right and, double switch so I had to go to right field to play which mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't play in it somebody here um <laughs> I don't know who's here we don't know regardless keep going, keep going. they put me in right field and then my guy gives up single and a walk 
Then they bring me in from right field because uh-huh. he had the hot hand. He was out there, whatever. Right. And it was like their home crowd, though. It was their team, their so home crowd. So it was at their place. And like they're one of the biggest moments of the city, of the year for them. Like It was this big thing. And it was in front of 9,000 people. Something I've never done before, right? A moment that I've never been in. Right. So how could I know what to expect if it was a moment that but I... You, but, but you should feel something. That's what I'm saying. Took a deep breath because of... Not because of the pressure, but because of the atmosphere. Yeah. I had... The adrenaline was flowing like it's never flowed before. But you should... But my main thing is that you should feel a little something before that moment. I knew I had to get three outs before I give up three runs. Granted, the two are on base with nobody out. A little nervous. You should get that little feeling in your stomach that it's about to go down. Like the the adrenaline's pumping. But you got that little feeling in your stomach. Not because of nervousness. It's just because of the atmosphere. Which is little nerves. That's your... Hey, you know why you felt that? Nerves. You had to take a deep breath. But I wasn't nervous. <laughs> you can feel nervousness nerves without ner- being nervous. Nervousness makes you tense. All be- it makes you worry. Always. It makes you think. Not always. Yes, it does. You can take a deep breath and get a little loose and you're... Let's go. No. But you... That's not nervous. Okay. That's not being nervous. But there's good nerves. That's all I'm saying. You could be good. Like, there's a good nervous. You're feeling no. it. You're about to run no. out the tunnel to the biggest no. game of your life. That's just adrenaline. It's just adrenaline. I mean, the pressure is only created. Here we go again. If you don't Mute. know what you're doing, I just had to. I just had to do what I've been doing for but the last we're not 12 years of pressure. my life. Nervousness and pressure, two completely different things. We're, you're bringing pressure into yeah, this. Yeah, but I think they're both relevant in the same speaking. You that said we're you had to take a deep right breath now. and calm yourself down. Not because of the pressure or the nervousness. Doesn't matter. That's that. That's the answer to your question. Yeah, because it was a spot that I've that it was in an atmosphere that I've never been in. Right. And I Which didn't. Is why you felt and like I didn't that. know how I was going to react. And it was phenomenal. It was fantastic. I'm a lot glad, of fun. I'm glad it ended I enjoyed it. for you. I'm glad you showed emotion. That's what I'm happy about. Jesus. If I was nervous, I would have been tense. I'd have started. I'd, I would have shit the bed. So you would say that you were nervous? No. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put nervous in air quotes, even though you can't see this because <laughs> this is a podcast and not a, a video. Um, would you say that you are nervous, that you were, excuse me, nervous until you took that deep breath and then you got on the mound and you threw the first pitch and then kind of you just got locked in? No. But you definitely felt something. No, and it's all because all you have to tell yourself is you just have to do what you've been doing for the past 15 years of your life. You know, sometimes you have to change that, though. Just do what you've been doing. The mound is still 60 feet, 6 inches away from the plate. Little ball over the plate, get out. You're putting. You're we're, putting. We're not going to win this. There's just you, no way right now. When you're on a team, you are put in positions by your coach to succeed. Why should you think you're going to fail? If he's a good coach. Why should you be thinking you're going to fail? If you have fail? a good coach. We aren't saying you're going to fail. That's you are putting nervous, that into this. That's why you get nervous, though. No, it's not. No. There's yes, a lot of is. other things that can come involved to this yes, game. Yes, it is. You get hurt. Then it's not nervousness. It's just adrenaline. What about getting hurt? That's not losing the game. I'm worried about getting hurt? Maybe you are, but maybe someone uh, else is. I mean, in football. Coming off of injury. Hey, what didn't you, you play against Patrick Queen? Yeah, I did. What if you were going across the middle? Patrick Queen. You're not a little nervous that... In your back of your head, that Patrick Queen may take your neck off. Am I nervous? <laughs> because if 
You run that slant. I that ball's overthrown. You jump for it. That sluggo. That slant. I think that's extremely different. Who was the cat? Who was the cat from Barb that got lit up in the Alabama game? The wide receiver from Barb. Trey. Um, Trey. Trey. I mean, oh, Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn. Yeah. Uh, Trey Quinn came across the middle one time in the Alabama game and he got died. absolutely <laughs> rocked. It happens. You're Nev- not going to die. I don't think he ever had a reception after that. And he was pretty solid before that happened. Anyway, Dwayne is too, uh, no, too cool, too no, full of no, himself to no, ever admit no, that he's no, ever been nervous about no, anything his entire, no. in his entire life. I probably have because I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I've been nervous for a test because I didn't know the material. Because I didn't know what I had to do. I'm not going to say I've never been nervous. You bitch. I'm not going to say I've never felt... I love felt getting the little butterflies in my stomach before a big game. Still as a coach. I love it. And I don't think and that's not because I'm don't nervous of what's nervous. gonna happen. I don't I'm, think it's I'm nervous. not nervous of what's about to go down. I just love like <laughs> just that little feeling like we're about this is about to be awesome. Right. It's recognizing the moment is not nervousness. But I think it is nerves though. Like not nervousness. Yeah, I mean it's your it's your it's nerves your in nerves. your body. But I think nervous like being nervous is hey, we can talk about something else now. Well, because we're not agreeing on anything. We won't. We won't. There's been some news that has uh, <clears throat> been bubbling recently uh, that has definitely made some SEC fans nervous. Now, I wouldn't say that any followers of the purple and gold would be nervous because we embrace any challenge. Right. Never um, been scared. But if you've been keeping up with sports at all or even have an app that gives you notifications about sports. This is not a sports show, by the way. Ne- never been a sports show. Never. We don't even talk you sports You will time. probably <laughs> have seen in the last week, and especially today, July 27th, if you are listening when this comes out, that Texas and Oklahoma, two powerhouses in the Big 12, are, as of today, requesting membership mm-hmm. in the SEC. Now, I love the, it. Now, the specifics, before we get into the, the opinions, I believe for the legal rights, it won't be until 2025 is when the invitation can happen. But I'm seeing that they will be able to make it the switch as early as next year, 2022. Is If they do that, is that where the buyout comes? Yes. So if they want to wait till 2025, they don't have to pay? Right, because that... That's a lot of money. Right. It's a contract. Because, because a contract you're, every team has a contract yeah. with the league. Now... It's not really a big deal whenever they get renewed because that's what happens, you know, every how many Hey, change is years. good. However, the I would say in football, definitely in football, the best two teams out of that conference will now be leaving. I'm not saying Texas is the second best in that conference. Who is? Who When has Texas been the second best in that conference? In our lifetime? Vince Young to the pylon? So that was Dwayne was like in diapers when that happened. Right. Two years younger than y'all. <laughs> yeah, we were out. We were freshly out of diapers. <laughs> um, but like, think about. But the no. Last but who years. else? But who else is in that conference that has been, who has been better than Texas has the last? Are you talking 20, just football? Twenty five years. years. Yes, yeah, just football. just football. In twenty five years, yeah. none of them. But I'm I'm talking last ten. Okay, who in the last ten? TCU. No. Yes. TCU's bad. They're they're not good right now. TCU has been better than Texas the last 10 years. That's, I don't think so. You look up Texas's record the last 10 Somebody years, I'll look up TCU's. So it's also interesting that obviously it's not just going to be football. 
Um, it's also going to be other all the other sports. You know, they're going to join the league TCU um, in all their sports, and so that Baylor kind of creates some. Baylor was good for one year. Ooh, Baylor ba- was good for uh, Baylor. Yeah. Baylor was good for maybe a couple years. Robert Griffin III. A couple out of the ten. So anyway, these other sports will be added once they join the SEC. It's not just football, even though that's what we've been uh, touching on. Um, Oklahoma softball, really good. Extremely. They they get to play the World Series in their backyard. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma gymnastics, also really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Texas baseball is good. Mm-hmm. Um, they were good in basketball this year, huh? Both Texas of them. Are, bas- both of them are solid. Like Texas basketball is solid. gonna be is gonna be good. Um, Oh, you know, you have. Well, I would was gonna say Baylor's women's basketball. However, yeah, not anymore. Well, however, well, well. Oh, mean, oh, you you were saying Baylor, right? Yeah. Oh, God, you got me for a second, like thinking, wow, they're coming to the SEC and she's <laughs> about to dog stomp, like curb stomp them. But right. Oh, well, damn. Um, damn, you got me. Oh. So yeah, so you've got some matchups um, that are coming in in multiple sports that will forever shake the SEC. Of course, people have their opinions that they think the <clears throat> SEC shouldn't do this because they're creating a, quote, mega conference. Um, if you are the SEC, though, like Cap alluded to earlier, when he said he loved it, it's an automatic no-brain de- yeah. no-brainer deal if you are, are the SEC. Yeah, I read something that it's $2 billion in revenue. Yeah, it's for ridiculous. that Because you're adding those two teams with the – like like Longhorn Network or whatever it is, right. you're gonna have SEC games on that. It's all this stuff is just crazy, just all the revenue. And I was kind of I, I didn't like it at first, I will say, but then they developed like the pods, right? The four little pods, right. and like just the rumors started. The potential, right? Realign the it. ideas started getting out there, and it, but it, it's also gonna make it extremely hard to win conference, like the SEC conference now. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, that much harder. Well, and the thing that is weird, though, is that it will now be much harder for Oklahoma and Texas to win the conference conference that they're in because they'll be making the move over. Oklahoma has lived at the top of the Big 12 for, I mean, the last decade at this point. Um, And now they have to come into an SEC where... They're not. At this point, they're probably maybe the... Third, just fourth? just for the record, I'm kind of just scrolling through Possibly. the standings in the Big 12 since 2010. Texas isn't even top four. They are bottom tier most of the times. They were third once, and they were five and four in the conference that year. Still rolling here. I'll, I'll keep looking. So wait, who, who are the teams that you're seeing that are above Oklahoma, Texas? West Virginia, teams? Oklahoma State, and TCU? I forgot West Virginia moved over. West Baylor. Virginia's in the Big 12? Oh, well, yeah. they're in the Big 12 now? 2017. Yeah. Let me look. Texas, still not. Not top three. Iowa State's been better than them over the years. Iowa State is. Really I'm trying good to tell right you, Texas is not. Uh, oh, here we go. 2018, Texas and Oklahoma were number one and two. 2019, Texas was number three. Oklahoma and Baylor. And in this past season, Texas number three. So They're not okay. okay top so two. so it sounds like that it's Oklahoma, a random team every year, a random different team every year, and then Texas. No, I. They were like bottom tier. I did see they were like five and seven for a couple of years. And they were two and something <laughs> in like 2011. Okay, but no other team has is that been Charlie good. No other team has been consistently good is what I'm saying. And I guarantee you Iowa State, Baylor, TCU have more wins since 2010 in that conference than Texas. 
And even if they don't, don't so. have the record to show it, the the program and the camaraderie and all the history and tradition that goes into it definitely, at least for me, puts them into the, a top two team in that conference. Even though I also I'll love, give them being the I name. love to do the horns down. I love to shit on them because Texas isn't as good as they used to be back in you know Q. Joe our ancestors' father. days. Um, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with like money wise, but like sports wise, they're not. Their name is, but they're not. What you're also gonna have to is Tom is, Herman overrated. Right, I agree with that as well. Charlie Strong even more overrated. Who was yeah. the one before that? That old bitch, Mac Jones. Is that who it was? <laughs> yeah. Matt, He's dancing in bro. UNC now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name. It's not Mac Jones. Mac Jones. That's the his old, name. Old no. bastard. Is it Mac? It's Mac something. Mac Jones played quarterback for Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not Mac Jones. It's um. Uh, it's. it's Mac oh Brown. God. I'm with Mac, Mac Brown. Brown. <laughs> Mac oh Brown. My gosh. Dancing and and UNC now. Mac, Mac Jones. Oh my God. Oh man. So um, what, what what this is also going to have to make the NCAA do though is expand the college football playoff. Correct. You can't add two more. Oh, okay. One more really good college football team and thank you and uh, and A probably mediocre. above average in mediocre the the rest of the nation college football team in Texas. And ex- and just expect to have one SEC every one SEC team every year. Right. Go. I mean, it, so, it's going to be that much harder to win. It'll this be conference. interesting to see how it works out because Alabama has obviously been has made the playoff every single year. Oklahoma has pretty much yeah made the playoff every single year as well. Um, LSU's only made it once. Um, Georgia has made it two or three times, I believe. So you have teams. You have, you know, four teams that have a legit shot of get, making to the playoff now every single year. Um, but like, I mean, how are you gonna like if you don't make the SEC championship game, right? Then right. you have to lose probably. You can't lose more than one game in your season. So do they go to an eight-team playoff? Is the thing they right? have to, which I think is better for college. But football is that well. enough? Is that enough still? So if you go you eight teams, five power didn't Mike Leach say he wanted like sixty-four teams like the? I'm sure Mike Leach would say. N- anything. Mike Leach should never have way, a mic in front of him. A, a phenomenal person. I would like to see sixteen teams, but that feels a lot like of weeks. Maybe like twelve. It's a lot more games. Right. Yeah. But now, but the same I don't want to say the athletes are getting paid now, but the athletes are getting paid now. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I mean, the NFL just bumped their season up even more. But damn, even with eight game, even with eight teams, it would be it would be your five auto bids with the the Power Five conferences. You're probably your second place SEC. Dude, okay, second so place. So you're gonna tell me that the team. Big Twelve winner is an automatic it has top five team in the country? It has to be. It has to be. I think so too, and that's why right. I didn't like. That's why I didn't. Well, like. if you look at the records back, if you go through these last couple of years, that team has like at least been ranked. Right, but like it used to yeah, be Yeah, maybe like 17th. You take away, because it's been Oklahoma the last few years, Dwayne. Right. You take them out, one of those other teams is not losing to Oklahoma. Or if they did lose to Texas, you got to think that's two losses. Most of those, like Baylor and them, Baylor was like number eight in the country like two years ago. You take Oklahoma out that conference, they're top eight team. They're going to win the conference. Right, so then you would have uh, I don't know. then you would have a Pac-12. You don't know who's going to join. You also don't know who's going right. to join that conference. And then you have a Pac-12 auto bid that would be the first time a Pac-12 team has made the college football playoff. And a lot of people just don't think that the Pac-12 has anyone that well, has competed. It, huh? 
They did. Did Oregon just, never make it? No, their last time they Washington made it. was in it. Oh no, they've only made it once then. Washington, Washington was definitely in so it. So who hasn't made Washington it? Washington made it. Washington, yeah. Washington, when Alabama beat the shit out of them. Yeah, they, no way. Wait, Washington so made the, the playoffs. No, that was with John Ross and like Jake Locker or whatever. So yeah, the playoffs weren't thought, a thing with that. I thought the Pac- Jake yeah. Locker's like old. I thought the Pac-12 had never made a. I don't think they have no, because the last Pac-12 had to be the Cam Newton Auburn versus Oregon. Or Mariota was in it. Yes, the Pac-12. That wasn't a playoff game. Ah, you're right. That was just the normal BCS. No, I think that might have been the first year. So I don't think they've had one. What was that? 2000. Because it was Ohio State against Ohio State against Oregon in that. Was that one championship? Yeah, Yeah, that's when Zeke had those ridiculous numbers that we've looked up. Um, sometimes. Yeah. So I guess while Cap's gonna, um. Yeah, it was the Ohio State Bama, and that was the Jameis Florida State Oregon. When they got Florida State absolutely destroyed, got destroyed. Look, who was, Thirty-nine. Who was the fifty-nine to twenty? And then so that was the first year of the playoff. Uh, I'd have to look. This is two thousand. Ohio State won in the first year. Fifteen. Of the yeah, two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. Because that's Zeke and them, and they won it. Damn. So is there? Back when Zeke wasn't washed, huh? Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. We didn't have to. I didn't have to say that. Yeah, I was the first year, Gary. Dang, Oregon really beat Florida State by 39. When was the year that Michigan State made it and Bama beat them? When, let's see. Michigan State made it? Yeah, because Bama, like, at, there it is, 2016. Bama versus Michigan State, 38 nothing. It was New Year's. We were uh, at a party. Yeah, Remember we watching? We went to put it on the TV, and it was just, oh. Had to turn it off. This game got over quick. So and that's when that's when Clemson beat, I mean, lost to Bama, and then Clemson beat Bama the next year. So Jake Browning was the quarterback for Washington, not Jake Locker. Um, and then, but they never made it. What? Yeah. So Washington and Oregon have made it. So no, was, Washington. Wait, when did they make it? That was when. That was with Miles Gaskin and John Ross and Dante Pettis. Oh yeah, twenty-four to seven. Ooh. So was that the golly? And then Clemson won thirty-one nothing on Ohio State that year. That was that's the Sean, right? Yeah. So I don't know why I thought that the Pac-12 had never made a playoff. Maybe they've. Uh, I don't. I don't know why they've the never. They might not have won a play. Well, that, well, Oregon beat. won one yeah. game. And um, if you scroll up a little bit on the site that I'm on, you'll see a 2020 Peach Bowl LSU 63 Oklahoma 28. <laughs> Oh. The SEC is eleven and four in college football playoff games. That's pretty good. And yeah. one of those L's is against each other. Right. Yeah. And two more are <laughs> one of those Bama wins against two Clemson. more Bama and against Clemson. And who was the other one? Bama and Ohio State. Yeah. Also, weren't there rumors of like the SEC reaching out to Clemson and Ohio it's a State? Mega, and, yeah. like, no, uh, yeah, it's I'm Michigan. Sure just, like I feel like teams. that would just not be wouldn't be wouldn't be fun. No. Wouldn't no. It wouldn't be college football, and that's why people are kind of hesitant because, obviously, for our entire lives, the SC has only changed once, and it really wasn't that big of a change. Uh, with, A&M. with A&M coming over and then Missouri coming over. Um, but as Dwayne mentioned earlier, with the potential realignment, and they, you know, people have put their their thoughts out about the pods and stuff like that, LSU might not have to play Alabama every year. And I hate that. I think that stinks. 
you know, as much as I want to say it stinks, I don't know if it stinks. Nick Saban's not going to be there forever. I mean, he might. Didn't he? Wait. Actually, didn't he just sign? He did, yeah. Like some extension or whatever. He might be there forever. Eh. I mean, he's literally going to not. He's literally going to stay there until he doesn't win. Yeah. That's never going (laughs) to. When is he just not going to win? Be a cold day in hell. (laughs) Um. So yeah, so your traditional schedules will now be messed up. Uh, I think the I pods think is a I cool think LSU is going to find a way to play Bama every year, even with the pods. I think that's going to be one of those things. So you play. Well, that's this, even if they do the pods. No, we don't even know. These are all have, hypothetical with yeah. the pods. Yeah. So it's it's four in a pod, right? Four fourteen pods. Okay, so you you play your three every year, mm-hmm. and then you play two. From each other. You should from play... The, from the other pods. Yeah. Every year. Right. And then five, right? Alternate or whatever your... Whatever the yeah, rotation, so whatever nine, the rotation nine is. Nine-game conference schedule. So you play you play nine conference oh, well, games a year. So three in your pod, two, two, and two. So six and three is three, nine. Two you play. And so the, what they came out yeah, with, are they yeah, with yeah. is that you would, ho- you would host... You would host each school in the conference once every four years. Tell me you wouldn't love just to go to Austin every other year, man, like we did. Or so at least once in four years. Our pod would probably be Texas, A&M, Texas, comma, A&M, LSU, and Arkansas. I can't get rid of the boot. It's a battle for the boot, baby. Or well, see, you, or you, or you go t- Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, and like Texas A and M, and then that's put fine. Us you just take Arkansas. all the teams that used to be in the same conference and put right. them back together. You keep us in uh, Arkansas oh since uh, it's see, that's why us, it's just, Arkansas, and the Mississippi teams. Yeah. Hey, that's. I mean, you got to be. Smells, that you, smells like three and zero. You got to be licking your lips whenever that and then, could be. And then you, you put. Know, an option. And then you put uh, Florida. Georgia, Florida and Georgia have to be in the same pod. Right. South Carolina. Bama and Auburn have to be in the other pod. Right. And then you probably go Tennessee, put Tennessee and Bama. Right. And Auburn and South Carolina. Then so, Florida, Georgia. No, it'd be Florida, Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah. And Kentucky. We're and missing probably Kentucky. Vanderb- Vanderbilt. We're missing Kentucky. Well, Vanderbilt and Kentucky are those last two teams, I guess, that you would throw you in. You just split them up. Yeah. Don't matter. Right. It does, does not matter. But if you're. But if you're a Vanderbilt fan, if you're a Kentucky fan, <laughs> what do they have outside to live for? of the major sport, like the sports that they're really good at? It's just really going to be another two losses on the year for you. Honestly, it's just somebody else is going to be beating your ass. But yeah. yes, of course, the pods would be great like, for basketball well, too. To be a fan, to be a fan, it sucks. But to be the school, it's going to be that much better because that's just more money getting back to you, whether you are really good or whether you are really bad. Um, you know, like. At the end of the college football season, all the money that the teams are getting from the bowl games, all that money is being equally distributed to every single school in the mm-hmm. SEC. So Alabama has just been cashing checks for Vanderbilt and Kentucky and Tennessee. Their football Missouri, programs yeah. have been able to exist on the backs of Alabama winning national championships. And so that brings even more money in. And now with the huge... SEC ESPN deal that's about to start in 2023. I mean, it's just it's stupid money. And now you have I love it. arguably one of the biggest brands in college football history coming over, and one of the most recent 
you know, Power, hottest I guess team. You could say powerhouse. powerhouse. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've produced, which I'm going to say it already, three Heisman winners. Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler's winning the Heisman this year. Spencer you go, Rattler's not winning yes, the Heisman. Yes, he is. Overrated. Go put, go, go put $100 on it right now. He's overrated. Overrated? You, like, How? A- overrated athletes? <laughs> it's not time for that yet, but he's just... There's way too much hype for what he actually is. So How? Because he's the exact he put out same these little he put out his little videos of him Did he play doing last year? Jump spin throws yeah. and I don't I don't think any his of his numbers towards the end of the year were ridiculous. Relevant. He plays in the Big Twelve in the high flying offense with a coach with an offensive minded coach who's like and they're the best team. They have the best players yeah. in so that conference. So he's going to do exactly what Baker did. He's going to do exactly what Kyler did in their second years with the team. He did it. In the second year. He's got another year. Kyler didn't need a second year. Kyler also had to transfer from... So, so did Baker. To Oklahoma. Yeah, he didn't have... Spencer J- came Jalen straight Hurts in. in his first year. Didn't need a second year. Dude, Oklahoma went but like all those guys you just mentioned, All like those guys you just mentioned... Had to transfer in as older veterans at this time to play. Right. Or they veterans. sat behind. Yes. I mean, like, they yes. didn't. Kyler Murray came from Texas A&M, who he had to leave that school after not losing a game in high school. His whole high school career went to Texas A&M and couldn't even get the job. So he left. And then he sat behind Baker. Baker, same thing. Baker, what when was he at before? Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah, he could. If, o- if Oklahoma loses two games, he's not going to win the Heisman. Well, they're not going to uh, lose two games. Spencer I think, Rattler, I think they will. for all the eyes and ears out there, last year threw for three thousand and thirty-one yards on sixty-seven and a half percent completion, twenty-eight touchdowns, and seven interceptions. He nice. also ran four hundred and sixty yards with six touchdowns. So let's just go through their schedule real quick, then, Dwayne. Week one, Tulane. Damn, now we're breaking down Blowout. Oklahoma football. Whoever WCU is, W. West Nebraska, Carolina. W. West, West Virginia, W. Kansas State, W. They'll play Texas. Overrated Texas, W. TCU, W. Kansas, blowout. Texas Tech, blowout. Baylor beats off. They're not losing a game. They're not. You, you, you would have said the same thing last year before the season. Looking at Because that's the would. same schedule. You probably would. The same Mediocre teams. Yeah, and I'll say it again this year, and I'll say it again next year. Until they enter the SEC, I will say it. With Lincoln Riley as the coach and his system, those players, and their dual-threat QBs, then yes. It's like Clemson in the, in the ACC. They're just the mo- they have the most superior players and with a, a good coach. I know Dad is it, like, is, it, you know. is it like Bama in the SEC, too? Well, Bama is more I think, I think there's more of an even <laughs> playing field. Yeah, Bama is more. They're, they're at least more. challenged, but still. They're, you look at Bama's schedule every year, and they're not losing. <laughs> yeah, you circle two games on their schedule. You circle LSU and you circle Auburn. because And, and they, then, lose that, what, reason, they, they lose that they two out of ten. They always play shitty against Auburn. And for just, some it reason. It just means more that game. And then guess what? They finally played shitty against LSU, and LSU beat them in Tuscaloosa. In, in Would you say they get nervous before the Auburn game? They played shitty and put up like 42 points. Right. Which is just... By the way, if they don't play shitty, LSU loses that game. I don't think so. Okay. J- LSU was... they So Alabama never had the ball when they were 
down by like eight or less points. They never had the ball with a chance to go and tie or take the lead in that game. Credit to so people, a lot of people say, oh, that's not close, whatever. Um, the game was close at the end. Game was very close at the end. Now yeah. you have the the Devonta Smith long, you know. Luke. We're playing we're playing press coverage up, you know, fifteen points for no reason, even though we sorely missed Dave Aranda. Um, no, that, I, th- I, mean, I I think we just we we played better. We were the better team that year. We played better and we, we were the better were, team and we won the game. But that's how good Alabama is. Yes. Right. That was our best team ever. And we I I want to say that we snuck out of Tuscaloosa with the win. We tried to give it away. Right. Halftime at that game was ridiculous. LSU fans were losing their minds because we were up whatever the freaking score was after the pick and the Hey, we're gonna beat the, them this year. Right, like, dude, it was like people like the game was over at halftime, and then all 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 the what, LSU Dwayne? fans had to do was just pucker their assholes until the clock read quadruple zero on mm-hmm. the other side of the field. Bryce Young is one of the Heisman. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Did you no. see? He's did, not even gonna be the top two quarterback this year. Did y'all see that Nick Saban said that Bryce Young yeah, yeah. has already made seven figures in yeah. NIL deals already? And he hasn't taken a snap. Imagine, he hasn't taken a snap, and Dwayne Say is going to win the Heisman. Imagine what Joe Burrow would have gotten. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, according to you, he wouldn't have got much until like late senior year because you know he was overrated. Oh no. You think he's overrated, Dwayne? For the record, Dwayne said that Joe Burrow is not LSU's greatest player of all time, and that he is overrated. So, <laughs> I don't like that context. It's I mean, that's what you said. You, so. you said the it. The talking top three at the end of the show Spoilers. is going to be the three it's most It's going to happen in like five minutes. In your opinion. <laughs> I was thinking one of them might be Joe Burrow because me and Garrett, thank you. Let's talk about it for a second. Both think that he is... Joey, I'm so I'm so upset when you have to listen Hold to on. this. He's, oh, Joe, I mean, if you're listening. He's, yeah. <laughs> Joe, we know you're <laughs> you're one of our two. So know, there's okay. So there's obviously no way that he is underrated, and there's obviously no way that he is rated exactly how we should be. He had the greatest college football season of all time, but he is for a fact, talent wise, not the greatest quarterback to ever play college. He's not. He's just not. At LSU, he is. Yeah, that's cool and all. Yeah, no, he's he's the he's the greatest so he can't LSU quarterback of all time. He can't be overrated then. But he can. If he's the people great, are calling LSU's, him the greatest quarterback of all time okay, with the yeah, greatest skill set and the great. They said like, a lot of people, but he statistically if you're greatest, just had the best season. If you're the greatest quarterback to go through a school at a Power Five school, that's also since the BCS era, we've been a top five team. How is that overrated? I also think people overrate him because they don't they forget what he did in 2018, how he was middle of the pack SEC quarterback in in 2018. But I will give it to him because he came in very late after spring camp, didn't really learn the playbook a lot, didn't really get to mesh with the system, didn't really know a lot of the guys and came in and he was he was he was spitting at those Miami players across the way, hold, yeah. throwing the L up. I'm not saying he wasn't impressive that year, but I'm saying that but you're if, right. if, 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 if Joe Burrow's put into that same system in 2018, like nobody, like there's nothing, there's not, like we, we don't win a national championship. And that, and that is like, we go nine and we, we go nine and three. We I've go thought 10 and about two. it a lot because yes, it was lightning in a bottle, 
LSU will never be that good ever again. Ever. But I'm trying to figure out what percentage of that team can we be? 90%? 80%? No team will ever be, 85%? be as good as that team. Like, they are the greatest. Well, that 2011 team was probably like... Yeah, but... If like you, it was probably yeah, 90% the 2011 good. team that didn't even win we, at all. We were we were a decent quarterback. Well, right, the 2011 we team coach. barely had an offense. Well, we, we were coach away. Barely had an offense. We were and could have been one. It, that also could have been one of the greatest seasons of all time. Just a coach away. The teams that we the teams that we beat. We were a missed field goal away from Oklahoma State winning a national championship right. that year. Wow, I, Oklahoma no, State, I, a was, team that it was, was, it was in Iowa that conference State. that did better than Texas that year. Iowa State in the Big 12. Fuck Iowa State. Dude. They blew so it. So that's two two teams that were not named Texas that year. I'm saying. It's, I'm just saying. So let's be honest. Whatever. 27, 2007, probably shouldn't have got in. A lot of things had to happen those <laughs> last few weeks. If you've never looked at the history of the 2007 it West Virginia? college football season, it's ridiculous. We talked about it West one Virginia time. West Virginia lost to a pit team that won like two or three games. LSU went from either number six or seven in the BCS rankings all the way up to number two in the last week of the season. <laughs> Which is just... With two funny. losses. It was the first time a, a two-loss team ever made it to the National Championship in the BCS era. So we got lucky to get in that game. We were very unlucky to draw Alabama in 2011. So yeah. those kind of cancel each other out. Whatever. However, like Cap oh. said, we are a offensively competent coach away from another or just a quarterback title. See, I don't think either one of those quarterbacks either. technically would have would have better. I think offensive system would have won. That I really game. don't think Jared Lee. If Jared Lee plays I, instead I, of Justin Jefferson, I don't correct. think the game is different. I think we get past. I think 50. it's different. I, I do Jordan Jefferson. I think we lose. Terrible. Right, but the thing was, was he the worst quarterback in the two, in the 2000s? Think era. about it. We got lucky to win that game in Tuscaloosa that year. Yes. Do we not remember how many field goals they missed? Oh, we didn't score a touchdown in eight quarters against Bama. We also didn't give up. A how touchdown. many huge plays? Oh, we did. Happened? Yeah, we did. The Eric the Reed, we gave the up Eric Reed no, interception not, at the yeah. goal line. Brad Wing, out of his own end zone, hits a, a camera cable wire that flips the punch seventy-four yards, flips field. I mean that I mean, the game was ridiculous. Because you can argue that that, you were at that team, game too. Both I those was. teams were. I mean, it was it was literally the like I didn't I didn't use the bathroom. I didn't get anything to eat. Mm-hmm. I didn't move from either sitting or standing in that spot for the entire game, even through halftime. It was so like you just had to watch it. And obviously, it was over. hyped hyped out of the ass, and it lived up to the to the hype. Um, I mean. Who knows? We're not a sports show, but all we talk about is sports. Speaking of sports, sports the Olympics are going on. I just want to say. Oh, no. Breaking news. I'm very disappointed in our country. So, it's I, not, I, I'm not I'm just going to go overall. We have been very disappointing. So, and you know what? So I'm going to say yeah. what it is. We've become soft. The other countries just want it more, and they're not scared of us anymore, especially in basketball. They're not scared of the U.S. coming in there and beating them by 60. They're not. So, quick, And then we have our freaking best gymnast, who oh, someone called a goat. Man. She calls herself a goat. Yeah, and then backs out of the next stage. Cause I, will st- I will only defend that Michael Phelps they changed the, the rules so that she couldn't get maximum points because of moves that right. others couldn't do. Correct. That's BS. That I is, agree. Yeah, that's bullshit. But because of that, am I taking myself out of conversation and claiming – if she was like to not do anything else the rest of the Olympics, 
you could feel bad. I'm not feeling bad for you because you said in your statement, I'll be I'll be fine in a couple of days. Hey, let me take off my job for a few days when I don't want to do when it. When the moment's just way too big and you get stressed. Right. So this is, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying she doesn't have any mental health things going on because you know it's tough. You have a lot of scrutiny. Of course, you're figure it out. Of course, but not. but how are you going to be all right in two days to keep competing when it's the next? How do you know you're going to be all right in two days? Right. So I think it's it's obviously hard because anyone that has ever gone through any mental health issue or known anyone that's gone through mental health issue know that it affects everyone regardless of whether you're a millionaire or you're the most famous person in the world. And like I get that and I sympathize with her. But to me, like I just feel like she's – of course she's better than everybody else. But she's in, in that same, you know, mental health aspect. She's better than ever, anyone else. Like she has gone through so much stuff and she is at the highest, you know, level of her sport, maybe ever skill wise. And I don't want to I don't want to say that like she's too good for that to happen to her. But I just it's hard. It's hard for me to like think that that can happen to someone of her caliber. And it, of course, it makes her human. But, you know, like. I just feel like if you are an Olympic athlete, like, you know, maybe that's just the privilege of not being an Olympic athlete, that you you can get through that stuff because you're the best of the best. You've trained for so long. So how do you train for that long and go through all those gruesome, everything you do, and then you're just like, well, my mind is not where it needs to be, and I'm stressed, so I'm going to take a couple days off. Uh, even though that this is what I've been working for for my whole life, and this was the moment, and and then you just you look up and those lights they're just way too bright for some people. They're just too bright. That's okay. And I just obviously I sympathize well, with big. her and yeah, I, don't uh, take this yeah. as we don't feel bad for like no. mental health like that because like yeah, I'm not. I'll be the first one late. <clears> you well, I mean we had Jacob on the show. He literally said that NBA players and if they're doing it, every other player is doing it. On plane ride backs, bus ride backs, literally search their names on Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. just to see what people are saying. So obviously you have that, and she is the best, so she has the more pressure that you're doing for this, that, whatever. But to give up on your team and to say you'll be back in a few days, I lost, I lost respect. And I think it kind of sums up this country. Oh, no. I'm just going to say it. Soft. Like Dwayne. I think it's just the first time that we've seen an athlete of her caliber in that big of a stage step away for something like that. I mean, it's historic. It's never happened before. And so I think that's why people have just, you know, vastly varying opinions about it. And um, it just it, – it it's hard to see. It's really hard to see. And um, I don't Whatever. know. Me don't sitting know. on this couch right now. Not being a tenth of a percent as athletic as she is, I, I just want to say that I feel like she should be able to pa- like get through that. But that's not how mental health works, and it's it's sad to see. And they still won the silver medal in the um, the team competition, but you know they were they were favored to win gold, and obviously she was part of that. And like Cat mentioned, they 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 don't score her skills like they should because they don't want the other athletes to try those moves and they will like and they're trying to prevent the other athletes from trying those moves because they think they're going to hurt themselves because they're that hard right like when you have like a built-in disadvantage already obviously that's hard i mean she's competing against herself and 
you know, even if you do win Olympic gold medals in, you know, the, the U.S. championships and the world championships for gymnastics, when you're that strictly scored, you're only competing against yourself. And obviously, it's very hard to motivate yourself when that's the case. So, I don't know. It's, it's tough. We obviously send our love out to her, but just wish we could have seen her compete. Um, do we have anything else to talk about before we? Um, I mean, talking top three. We've, we've been, been going for an hour. Have, has this is the really second been? episode in a row. Well, frankly, we've only had a second episode since we've come back, but we're at fifty-two minutes now. Oh, you love to you love to check time. the time yeah. during the episodes, even though uh, that's not very professional of us as. As professional podcasters. So the world famous, by the way, talking top three. World or now? Um, it's it's circulating everywhere. It's going to be the most overrated players, athletes, um, in your opinion, of all time. Um, would anyone like to start? I'll start. Okay. Good. So from three to one. Yeah, from three. My number three. It's going to get a little probably a little hate for it and i'm not saying like as in like whole career from this i'm just saying over the last couple years with like the hype around conor mcgregor i was thinking about him he's won one fight against a washed up cowboy since what 20 26 mm-hmm. he didn't fight on anything in 2017 but i mean go look at his last fight history and it's more dana white kind of just is obsessed with him and he's a money guy which i understand that for the business but uh, feel like there's a lot of excuses after every fight now. It's oh, there was this, there was this. Oh, rematch. Can we just agree that the guy took a few years off and you no, know, he others just got better. I I think he's overrated now. He's definitely. I would say he's, definitely he's one of the best ever. Now. I will say that. Yeah. He's I'm definitely saying, overrated now. But before he, he lost to Khabib, what he did was. Very impressive. Yes. The people that he beat. That's why I made. I had to make it and clear. And so that's probably, I mean, that's why it feels a lot, like, that's why the decline feels so much more drastic than it probably mm-hmm. would have felt if he was just, you know, average. You don't see a lot of declines like yeah, that from he, top of the sports so quick, especially in a sport like that where how vocal he is. Right. And it's like, you don't back it up anymore. Mm-hmm. And I mean, after the last fight, you know, he got real personal and I think they're going to fight again and I think Dustin's going to whoop his ass. I just really think it's going to happen. Right, and I, now I he's so just too. a cash cow that, mm-hmm. like you said, Dana White's going to roll out because he's going to sell a shit ton of pay-per-views. People love watching him fight, regardless exactly. of how yeah. you – he is a showman, and that's what the the UFC needs. Yeah, but he, I, but he, I think facts are facts, like as of the last few years, he's overrated now. I think from, he's, what is, from what he's paid, right. talked about and everything, overrated. I think he's overrated now, but he's he's also the most like prolific star like the UFC has to offer. Right. So, I mean, they're going to keep feeding Conor McGregor everything. And he's going to keep losing unless he gets a little, like, so. easy cake fight to just get back into it. So, yeah, that's my number three. Okay. Uh, my number three, and it's probably it's probably more around our region um, and our state of Louisiana, uh, for overrated. My number three athlete, Archie Manning. <laughs> the, the, the one that's in high school? No, 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 not, not Arch. No, not Arch. Not Arch. Archie. Archie hey, Manning. Ricky Collins better than Arch Manning. His, 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 gran- first. his grandfather. The creators of Peyton and Eli. His and grandfather. Um, I Okay, first off, I understand that the Saints team that he was on was absolute dog shit. They wore bags over their heads. Right. 
but he is celebrated in this state, and it's mostly because of his sons. I see where you're going with this. Did anyone want to take a guess at his record? I, I don't know. <laughs> I see where you're going with this. Archie Manning in his career with the in his career with the Saints was 35 in like 160, 101. Oh man, and three. He had, hey, my guy, they, my guy pulled out three ties. So again, I understand that he was dealing with a shitty organization, a shitty team, a shitty franchise that up until very recently has been, you know, the bag over the head, laughing stock of the league. The Aints. About to be back to it. He is praised so much in New Orleans, in this state, and it is mostly because of what his sons have done. Yeah. And not him. He threw for 125 touchdowns and 173 interceptions. How many years did he play with the Saints? I'd have to look it up, but it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good. If you actually go and look up him playing, it was it wasn't very good. Now he was in a bad situation. I I do say that he played for the Saints for 11 years. Really? Oh, I mean, from 1971 my I, to 1982. I mean, you got to think that's why this, like the people of New Orleans and, and Saints fans are. I mean, no, shit. don't back it up. No, we're not going to. When you play for an organization for eleven years, he you're going to hype the guy up. Cooper Manning better than Archer, Archie okay. Manning. All right. Well, <laughs> go ahead. Um, who's your number three, Dwayne? My number three is Bryson DeChambeau. Now, for the golf <laughs> listeners, Bryson DeChambeau, he'll hit it a mile. He does his hard work with his protein and his. Enormous muscles and his little track man that he brings everywhere to figure out spin rate and exit velocity and whatever. But he's really not like good at the game of golf. He's good because he hits it a long way and he can find a green every now and then. Are you better? And make a putt. No, I'm not better. Uh, I'll just make sure. But he has no finesse, no control around the greens, no control from... 150 yards in. Did you know that every one of his clubs is the same length? His swing, when he hits an iron, it looks uncomfortable. Right. It looks like he doesn't, and, and he doesn't. He doesn't have control or finesse. But people love, but he's he's gotten lucky, and he's, I mean, you know, he's had tournaments where he could keep the ball and play enough and muscle shots out of bad areas and and win a couple tournaments. But, I mean, he, he's not... He's extremely overrated. People think he's so good, and he's he's just not. He hits ball far. He hits the ball far. And so he goes that's and gets extremely it. interesting that all of his clubs are the same length. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how it makes sense, and it doesn't look good. Like it doesn't look like a smooth, nice golf. Swing. Right, and also let's just rip the bandaid off. He's a bitch. He sucks. He is a bitch. He he's been better lately, but he's just. Imagine he's, liking Shambo and not liking Bryson. Say it again. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooks. My bad. Bryson DeChambeau. And that whole feud, Brooks too. over DeChambeau, though. Brooks Kepka is a... He's a legend. He's great. Much better than DeChambeau. DeChambeau is my third. All right, Cat, back to you. You're number two. Russell Westbrook. I hate it. <sighs> he's, a, he's a stat patter. He's not. And I've, I've, had, I've been on the show before is defending, defending <sighs> it. You go look at his percentages. Oh my they're not good. Go look at his resume. What's on it outside of triple doubles? Not wins. What's on it? Tell me. He's got the MVPs. Cool. Because he stat pads. What did he do that MVP he? year? 
First round exit. Yeah. It's a team. It's a team accolade. No. What, what other MVPs were a first round exit? It's a team accolade. You can't win a first round game. First <laughs> it's, round. It's, it's a series? team sport. His teams aren't haven't always been bad either. Hey, unless you go like thirty five and one hundred six like Archie Manning did, wait, where it's kind wait, of relevant wait, your record. Wait, 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 wait. Everyone praised him when KD left. Oh, it's he's loyal. Russ's team. Loyalty's Sit. on his resume. No, he wanted he wanted out. He, he wanted out of Houston too. He left. But but here's the thing. He left OKC, and everyone thought the world was over. Like, oh, they're gonna be so bad now. They gave him a point one percent chance to make the playoffs. Chris Paul comes in. They're expected to be a lottery team. He takes them to the playoffs. Uh, I like I like Russell Westbrook. The dude plays hard. Because oh, he, he plays hard. Not, you can, I, like, pat on the back. Pat on the back. He, he's he, selfish. He's a piece of shit. He's he not, tries a, he's to not win. a good teammate. He, he, wants, like, he, he actually tries to win. I don't he's think he, he cares more about his team than he does his personal statistics. No. And it doesn't hundred percent false. I, I really don't pads. think it is. He's stat pads. You just fall into the video conspiracies you see on YouTube. <laughs> no, you watch the game. It's a hundred percent how it happens. I don't think so. So watch I, him play. I think he's that good that he can create for himself and other people. Do I think he's a, a good shooter? Not really. Can he make the three point shot sometimes in mid range? Yes. Can he get to the none of that? Will none of that consistently within the though. last ten years. Hundred percent. Not he, none of that he does consistently. So you said that he wants to win really bad. And effectively. I see that. I see that he wants to win, but he just hasn't. He just hasn't won. It's a team accolade. I understand it's a team accolade. Hey, is he? But is he the best player on his team but usually? When you're the leader, when, when you're the guy, you're yeah. spo- they're supposed to look up to him in those moments where. Go look just, at him in big games. You want? We, you have done this. Yeah, he I know. Shoot I know. You out of the game, Dwayne. But not all games. In of every important not all game. Games. Every important I, game. I know he hasn't. You 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 trust him taking the last shot? You want the ball in his I trust hands late game? I trust. Yeah, I do. I don't trust him taking a pull up three, but that's not what I'm going to try to draw up for him. Right. Put him in a spot to Basketball create. Basketball coach Dwayne. Right. And coming from me. Right. Whatever. Russell Westbrook. Stat pattern. Right, Overrated. You're number two. Um. Wait. Real quick before you go. Yeah. Go ahead. I hope he goes to the Lakers because he's going to make them worse. Just know that. Watch. You want to see that? Watch. I don't think he's. I don't think Rockets he's went fit. to the conference finals before they got him. What happened when they got him? Useless franchise. You put him with a ball. Do- no, I'm not. We're not. Well, <laughs> I'm, just, not I'm just saying. I'm just There's saying. There's only one ball. There's only one ball. <laughs> That's fine. I'm just saying right. he's overrated. My number two overrated athlete. It's another quarterback. Don't, don't say, say my it. number one. Don't. Matt Leinart. Okay. Oh, I mentioned that too when we were talking about him. It wasn't mine, though. Matt Liner. He was the pretty boy yeah. face of the most popular college football program of his time. Left-handed as shit. He had two. He, he had the, arguably the greatest running back in college football history in Reggie Bush. Who also could be used as overrated when you look at the NFL. Sure. Also, the I can't remember that his name. His last name was White. There, uh, there's it's a uh, yeah, Louisiana boy. Their backup running back was also extremely good. He's the best running back prospect to ever come out of Louisiana. Um, Joe McKnight. No, that was a different no. year. Yours, yours is White. Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. D'Angelo. Oh man, did you find some stats on Matt Leinart for you to say this, or are you just well, it's he mostly was like number one pick, it's, huh? it's mostly because of how. 
and I want to uh, guess how much he busted in the NFL. Yeah. But also that he kind of just kind of was a front runner at USC. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like to be honest, all USC quarterbacks are overrated. Like, when the USC team just, is just, good, just say Pac-12 outside of Herbert. <laughs> all the quarterbacks from USC overrated. are overrated. You think Sam Darnold is any good? He's gonna be all right. We'll find I out. He, I don't think he's like trash. We will find out. All right. Uh, my number two is Ben Simmons. And I actually said this when he was at LSU. Lendell White. Sorry, go ahead. Lendell White. <laughs> I actually said this when he was at LSU. I thought he was overrated because he couldn't shoot, and I didn't think he was going to be what everyone thought he was going to be in the NBA. I think he can be, but he it doesn't even look like he wants to be. Like he's not he's not a top twenty player in the NBA. Everybody thinks he's supposed to be this some superstar that he's just not. I disagree. And he a lot wasn't with coming you, out of way. college. I didn't. I really just didn't. He's one of the best defenders in the league. He's one of the best playmakers in the league. He just doesn't have a jump shot. No, he. he I don't think he's one of the best playmakers. He easily is one of the best playmakers. I don't think so. He's a better playmaker than Westbrook. No. Oh. Him, Luca, and oh, LeBron. Take I'm it. taking his playmakers oh. easily. All because Westbrook puts up assists doesn't oh, mean. Oh man. What? Yes. All because he doesn't have a jump shot. Which he will need. I will 100% agree. He needs to get a jump shot. But at the same time, people said that about Giannis. What just happened in the finals? He is not Giannis. I know, but I'm just saying about the jump shot. Does Giannis have a jump shot? He tries. It's a yes or no question. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, okay, Ben Simmons. He has it. But like, no. He's a he's I a top he's ben a top Simmons, five defender in the league, and he's a top up, five playmaker in the league. He lived up to the hype. He's only like what twenty well, four. Don't to care. Write, Dwayne. No shot. He's, he's under twenty five. Dwayne. He's not gonna. And he's already been an all star multiple times. He's been a defense first team. I think he gets worse. But to be very honest, he is struggling right now. He's struggling. His, his game. He is has struggling. no fit. The Sixers. He's a, this great playmaker, and he can defend. Why does why did why do the Sixers want to get rid of him? He got quite literally. Exposed if he's so young, they never, they never said they wanted to get rid of him. People, Twitter told you they no, want to get rid of him. Why literally exposed in this past playoffs? They couldn't even put him on the floor at the end of the games because they were worried he couldn't make his free throws. I mean, that's what you you can't have that from your superstar player. I know they have Joel Embiid. He's not a superstar. But I mean, he's he's on the list. He's barely a star. Ah, no, he's no, he's barely a star. He's a star, but he's barely a star. I don't think he's a top thirty player. I, I would want him on my team. Because if, if the professionals couldn't fix him, like how I don't know. I would know. love to hear thirty better players than Ben Simmons in the NBA. Look, well, we can do that after we record. <laughs> I would just love would take, to hear. It. That's just we'll do that for. The I, I could find thir- thirty that I would want, and that I would argue would be more productive on a team than Ben Simmons. All right, Cap, you're number one. Kirk Cousins. Ooh. You like that? Because I love <laughs> you it. You like that? I love it, Dwayne. He got paid 83 mil, Dwayne. 83. To do what? Lose big games. He's won one big game. Hold on, before you get in your before you get in your spiel, Cap. I don't know if you can use the amount of money he gets paid as a argument for him being overrated, because the quarterback market is very reactional. And when it's time for a quarterback to get paid, 
if you're going to pay him, you have to pay him more than the last guy got paid. It's kind of how it works. And I think well, the Vikings well, I'm saw not what, keeping him. I think the Vikings saw what they what he did cuz he was above a little bit above average in in Washington. And I think that they saw how well he did with that bad of an organization and the Vikings were better that he was going to be this guy to take the Vikings to the new cuz who was with the quarterback of the Vikings before him, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. And then maybe like another one before that, and and they just didn't do anything, and they thought he Overrated. was, and he just wasn't. I think I think I think you're right. I don't think he's he's never won a big game. I mean, no. he's pain. I think he's painfully average. Hey, if the sun's not in the sky, he's not good. <laughs> he's never won a big game. Never. Ever. He he won the playoff game. Oh, the in, miracle. And the Mercedes Benz. Super dope. I don't want to make you cry, Dwayne. With the Kyle Rudolph push off off of push off off of the worst defender on the field. Hey, Case Keenum won a bigger game a couple of years before. <laughs> Case Keenum, right? They thought Kirk, Kirk Cousins was going to be better than Case Keenum, and he wasn't. I don't even want to get into his numbers and stuff because at the end of the day, the dude's making eighty-three mil. He hasn't won a big game. He's overrated. He's stealing from the franchise. It's embarrassing. Straight up, he is overrated. Yeah. By the way, my number one was going to be Dwayne Verisco, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to just start Let's roasting my guy's numbers. Let's clear the air. <laughs> All right, so this is a moment that I imagine bringing up my numbers. This is a moment that I have uh, have not looked forward to. Oh no, um, I know it. Unfortunately, um, he is one of the more popular players in one of my favorite teams' franchise history. I am a Yankees fan. That hasn't meant a lot in the last decade um, <laughs> because they spend way too much money and, and just don't win games, and they're they just could be better. But that's we could talk. I could talk about that for a whole another podcast. However, the my number one most overrated athlete of all time, and it hates and it pains me to say this, but it's it's true. It's the captain. It's Derek Jeter. Oh man, and. Similar to Matt Leinart and the pretty boy at USC, Derek Jeter was just like the romanticized face of a Yankees powerhouse throughout his career. He was good. Don't get me wrong. He hit well. Um, He was a contact hitter, only hit like 250 home runs in his career. Um, Lots of people will point to that his stats in the regular season – were or excuse me, his stats in the postseason were very similar to his regular season stats. So like, you know, big players, big games. And the moment never, was too big. He never elevated himself in the playoffs. Now he had big hits, of course, because they won games. Like he was, you're gonna have big hits in games that you win in the playoffs. And the Yankees won a shit ton of games and a shit ton of championships while he was there. Um, but he's just not as good as everyone says defensively. He has some of the probably best infield plays of all time when it comes to baseball highlights. However, he was a historically bad defender overall. Yeah. Now, the most accurate stat for defensive efficiency is defensive run saved. Now, it wasn't a thing when he first started his career because it's a newer stat and it's metrics and fair metrics and all that bullshit. But over his career, he was statistically the worst fielder of all time when it comes to defensive run save. Of all time? Of all time. The worst fielder oh, no. 
at any position of all time. Negative 162 defensive runs saved. And no disrespect whatsoever. Just You can't play. But he has the jump throw. He has the dive into the stands play when Mr. he comes no, out bloody. He played for the he played for the big name. He has the why the fuck are you there in a mm-hmm. cutoff to tag out Jason Jambi at home, mm-hmm. where if Jason Jambi slides, he's easily safe. Hey, some say he didn't tag him. Right. Maybe he is safe. But Derek, why are you there? You're not supposed to be there. <laughs> Go cover second base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It's painful to say because he is. He was, and, you know, I'm not going to say still is, but he was the face of baseball for a long time. And it was because the the franchise needed a face, and he was a likable face, and he was the leader, and he was the captain. He, you know, he's like the LeBron James of the, he was the LeBron James of the MLB when it came to role model and leadership and did everything right and it's who you want it to be and um unfortunately that led him to be this he's a yankee legend of course but people think that he's better than babe ruth mickey mantle lou garrett like players that broke all-time records they think he's just as good if not better than those guys and it's just a shame because he's not and it hurts to say yeah he, he's not as good as people say that he is. Yeah, and and I think you said it best when you said the Yankees were just so good. Right. And he was this and he he was the most like he was consistent. Like he was him for like 10 years. Right. You know, where he'll make these plays, but it was like almost hidden because they won so many games. Right. Of his didn't know it was that bad, the worst of all time at any position. The worst. Um, you ever just been the worst of something? I mean, of of all time, of all time, for like a certain minimum games played. Yeah. Um. But he's just he's just not as good as they say he is, and it hurts me as a Yankees fan because I started watching the Yankees around 2008 2009, and he was on the team, and that team was I mean that team was so much fun so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just happened to be the guy that would. You know, either draw a walk or inside out himself over the second baseman's head and get on base and then just get hit in. And he'd make a spectacular play, but then he'd obviously, you know, botch ground balls, throw the shit around. He, he just isn't as good as people say he is. And it's sad to say, but I'm I'm saying it. From from my favorite baseball team, he's just not 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 what they say he is. Oh, I know it hurts to say that, but it's right. Hey, what we got, Dwayne? So my number one isn't going to be um, that emotionally. Yeah, no, really you're, tied you're not as that. you're not as tied. You don't you don't have emotions anyway. Um, but I, I do have a very strong opinion on this on this player. I can only imagine. Kramer Robertson wow. is the most overrated player, quite possibly athlete, in human history of anything. Hasn't he been playing well as of the last few weeks? Yeah, he's in AAA yet for the Cardinals. Hey, cool. Everyone thought he was the best thing at LSU when he was there. His mom, wonderful lady. Goat. Wonderful lady, glad she's here. The goat. goat. Or the goat one. He got so much. She, she, is she the goat of, college, of women's college basketball? No. Nope. One of. Nah. One of. 
Okay. We'll give her top three. That that lady that used to coach at Tennessee. Pat's on it, please. Please. <laughs> not that lady, please. Would like a word. <laughs> or that, got, that thing over at Stanford. He got glorified so much because he was the shortstop for LSU. In the, in the Concords. He had the hair. He had the cleats. And he stinks. He had the big bloody lip. He changed his hair. Oh, that was gross. Cool. He got all this publicity from his mom. and He didn't have good fundamentals playing shortstop. He made awful plays. He wasn't that good of a hitter. And he was the most emotional, pouty, dramatic. That's what he was. That's the word. He was so dramatic. Wish y'all could see my guy right now describing this. He's got the eyes closed. He's licking his lips. And I'm and I'm imagining what he used to look like in purple and gold because he was the shortstop and everybody loved him. And he got hit in the face. He had the big bloody lip. And he was the most whiny, dramatic player. Okay, I'm 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 gonna say it. You know what? He's not a thousand percent jealous. Of someone who gets to play shortstop in front of 12,000 fans. And guess what? In the purple and gold. Guess what, hot take? Kramer Robinson. Underrated. That's true. Are you saying that because he just did like him like this? Did it it make the travel roster as a freshman? Almost got kicked off the team. Okay. Four years later, he decided to come back with Joel Freeman, with Greg Dykeman, with Michael Papierski, that overrated coach, and take LSU. <laughs> oh wow! I looked yeah. up in there. <laughs> and take, L- and take LSU to the championship series. He did not take them to the. So who no, did? he did it. Who did? You don't think he was responsible for part of that? I mean, yes. And because he was put in that position. Hey, so was Chris Reed. As responsible stat-wise. He was definitely responsible with Dude. getting Cole, with getting Poche, with getting Dykeman, with getting all those guys to come back that nice. were going to leave. Cool. Maybe the only they maybe the only thing relevant that he was worth that that was actually worth something that he did was was he, he had camaraderie and friendships something. with Greg Dykeman who hit who could hit a ball 500 feet Cole, and Cole Freeman and whoever who else you say Poche the most winningest pitcher of all time at LSU yeah. He and Alex Lang and freshman Eric Walker, and I think it was Caleb Gilbert throwing the game of his life against Oregon State and never had any good appearance ever again. Right. That's what got us to the championship series. And Michael Papierski hitting a home run from both sides of the plate (laughs) Uh in the biggest game of his life. Dude, Kramer was the – when he got to first base. Dude. You feel so passionate about this. He hit a single – don't don't let he, me get hot. He hit a single. <laughs> don't let me said, get hot. He said he said he said don't let me get hot, dude. Come on. For the record, doesn't my live mention, up to any. Palmonary and Les Miles both. Also, he had hype. He he was nowhere Scumbags. near hype. Yes, because you're the LSU shortstop. You're supposed to be the guy, right? Didn't live up to anything Bregman did. Austin Nola. Josh Smith was oh, you. Oh, Josh you poor Smith guy. You didn't live so up to much Bregman better than in them hype. <laughs> Josh Smith did it. Well, why didn't Josh Smith beat him out at short then? This I don't was, think Josh Smith lived up to year? Bregman hype. No one's Bregman's different. But that's what he just said. Well, he played. 
He said Josh Smith lived up to Bregman's hype. No, I meant he was better than Frank. Yeah, I, I, not Bregman's hype, but the hype to be the guy, and he was the guy. The guy that was you. Yeah, and he was so much better. He was the guy on that team, yeah, and he was so much better than watching Frank. Dude, he was just a pain in the ass to watch, and it was disgusting. I don't know. He felt so strongly about no. it. He... Like, I'm not upset. It's just you're not nervous. I'm not nervous. I'm not upset. There's no pressure. He, he, he obviously felt it. Well, he got thrown out at he, home in the second game of the College World Series final. What do you do? Like, I've just, I've, you know, it's it was a great read to go. It's just that the short, the first baseman made a great play, threw the ball exactly where it needed to be. And I bet he was so dramatic after it happened. I bet he popped up and he started complaining and crying and oh my was so dramatic. Damn. I mean, and he sucked. never knew this about he you. He wasn't good. I think he he, he some he must have offended Dwayne once. He must have saw him at bogeys one night. Right. He must have like knocked into you, spilled your drink, looked at you, said, "You know who I am." Yeah. And you you looked at him, you know who I am. I don't you know. know who I don't know is? who I despise worse, him or Miles Brennan. I haven't decided. Wow. Honestly, probably Kramer. Wait, wait a minute. Miles didn't make the list. Danny didn't make mine. Wow. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> when you had an honorable mention, you said? I was gonna. Yeah, it was Simone Biles because she was relevant right now. Oh. But that was it. <laughs> that was it. Oh my God. That was it. Katie Ledecky overrated. After we said our our piece about her and wished her yeah, the best of luck. Well, I wish her the best, but it was just Cap had an honorable mention. Yeah, less Miles and Palmineri. Together, they're not they're not athletes. Maybe they were they were back way 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 in the gap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, overrated. Hey, can I say Coach Edward Orgeron? <laughs> we're just hating every LSU coach. Can I say it? Hey, Les Miles deserves jail time. Yes. And so does Paul Maneri. No, you he why? doesn't. Want to know why Paul Maneri does? Because <laughs> he robbed us of national championship. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right. No, no, Jake Slaughter and his. Right. The less Miles deserves jail time, and I'm going to stick with that. And I, I, I'm actually going to say it on every single episode from this point on until it happens. Less Miles needs to go to jail. I don't. We don't have to get into it. I'm just going to let you know that's my new slogan on the show. Can you agree that Less Miles should be in jail? Can you agree that Ed Orgeron is overrated? Um, I will say overrated as an X and O's guy, yes. But as a recruiter, no. Obviously, people think that he's as a, a top player's five. coach. People no. think he's a top five coach in college football. I think he is because of his ability to recruit and his ability over him real quick. and his ability to trust his coaches. He doesn't do anything with X's and O's. He doesn't make any Right, but you know what that means, Dwayne? You have to nail your assistant hires. And he only did that. He only did it to have the best twice? team of all time. Twice out of his what? Three Joe years? Brady and Aranda? Only did it twice? Did he hire Aranda? Did he? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I thought Aranda so. was around. Well, he missed on some offensive coordinators. I think I, I don't think he's like uh he missed he missed very badly on Bo Pelini, who he came out and said that he didn't interview Bo Pelini. That was before a, he hired him. That was an emotional our, decision. Our that head was coach. Not a logical one. Yeah, I the head coach of okay, a, of he a made top one five mis- he made a mistake. Program. He made a mistake. All a right. bad mistake. We've been I hate to end the show, but... End the show. 
That's we'll my, be back again. It, I don't. I mean, I mean, I we thought we we're gonna I'm, do it once I'm a week. I'm just looking. Things I know happen, I don't sleep whatever. a lot, but I'm looking at the time and just knowing that I have to still work out and uh pack. Right. All right. Well, let's get out of here then. But hey, we'll be back. Hey, this was a great episode. Uh, this is gonna go up whenever we might do one of these next week. On the next episode Hopefully. of Talking Nice, we will have two females with us. Oh, that's right. We're bringing them on the show. We won't give out names and stuff. You're gonna have to wait. That's we will right. we'll post about it. My God. But uh. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one, and you won't want to miss that one. It's 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 gonna get raunchy. I'm already saying it now. All right. What was that? What'd you say? Yeah, I said it. It was gonna be what? No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. You can you can listen if you listen to the podcast. Uh, Les Miles deserves to be in jail.